Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, the podcast. Hello. Hi. So on today's Thursday episode, we need to come up with a good name for what the heck Thursday is because it started as like a history. Right. And now we're doing just random topics. Comeback characters. Well, but that's now, but like we've just done random topics too. And we have things that we want to talk about that are just random topics. So topical Thursday, (laughs) random Thursday. I don't know. Twisted Thursday. Twisted Thursday. No, that only works when we're talking about people like we are today. Yes. Some people are Today could be Twisted Thursday. Yeah. But all right, so if you have an idea for our Thursday episode, for the name of know, our Thursday for the name episode. of it, or yeah. if you have something that you think we should talk about. Oh, right. Yeah, definitely. You know, we are open to suggestions. Just only email us at peer54podcast at gmail.com. And you can actually go to peer54podcast.com and, you know, follow us on all of our social media and all that fun stuff. But today... We're going to talk about someone who's kind of new to poor Charles. Yes. But she's been gone for just long enough that Megan was sitting here going, who's that? Right. And we thought, how many other people just started watching maybe in the past six months? They have no idea who she is. The last day that she was on before she made the few little snippet appearances was August 7th, 2018. Are you kidding me? Mm -hmm. It's been that long. Yep. All right. So who are we talking about? Talking about my good friend, Nell. I love her crazy. I love it. AKA Janelle. Janelle Benson. And then Nell Hayes. And Quartermain or Corinthos. Which was Michael going by when she was married to him? One of those. She was married to Michael. We'll get to that. Yes. So. So. Yeah. Well, and today we're going to do it a little bit differently. 
So we're not going to do breakdown by years. We're just going to do breakdown by storyline. But I guess it does kind of break down. It does kind of break down by, by years. years. But yeah. So um, Amanda's going to go first and Yay. give us our intro, intro to, to Mel. Mel. All right. So I use Wikipedia for all my information because they give like the complete rundown. And I remembered most of it. But just to refresh my memory, I went ahead and used them. So the first time that she was on was August 8th, 2016. And then the last time that she was on was August 7th. So almost exactly two years to the day that mm-hmm. she ran. And then she's done a couple little appearances here and there that they've showed her um, at the hospital and stuff. But for the most part, that's when her character was. We had just talked the other day about, was she going to know Harmony that I like to call Melody when I talk about her because of the whole cult thing. And in their description, it said, Nell grew up in a cult being brainwashed by her dad from an early age. <gasps> Do you think that Nell's Neil is Nell's dad? I don't know. That would be crazy. No, because it's Frank Hudson. That was her adoptive dad. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So. Okay, we have to stick to Nell though. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh. But I just. Like, we literally just said that the other day. Do you think she's going to know that who one I hadn't is? thought of? And that is like the first line describing her is that she grew up in a cult being brainwashed by her dad from an early age. A little backstory on how Nell came in was that mm. when Jake came back to life, then it was evident that Jocelyn had not got his kidney. So Carly did the whole media magazine coverage blah 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 of can we find who Nell's donor was because she wanted to thank them and she was so appreciative and whatever so Nell showed up as a out-of-work teacher came to Bobby's birthday party at Sonny's house and was like hey just wanted to let you know that I am Jocelyn's donor Carly didn't believe her because you know people have come after her for money before and all that Nell got all mad and pissed off And then um, Michael talked to her and was like, you know, my mom just wants to make sure that you're a good person, blah, blah, blah. So they went and got the testing done. It came back that, yes, she was the donor. And so then Carly and Jocelyn both, like, loved her. Jocelyn became super good friends with her. Carly hired her to watch Avery, which I actually forgot about. I remembered her. So did I. Yeah. Yeah. She hired her to to watch Avery. And then Bobby said she would watch Avery. So, which I never realized that either because you don't see Bobby and Avery together. Never. Like, at all. But anyway, Bobby said she'd watch Avery. So that's when Carly asked Nell to start working at the hotel as her assistant. Yep. So she worked at the hotel and was trying to get close to Michael, which you'll get into all of that, and was still angry with Carly, but you weren't quite sure why she was angry, angry with Carly. I thought and she was trying to get with Sonny. And she was like flirty with Michael. Cause he was so nice to her, but she was okay. trying to sabotage Carly. And at that point you didn't know why. Okay. So she drugged Sonny at one point, made it seem like they had slept together. And then, so Michael was the one that said to now let's, you know, put the past in the past and get along and, you're so close with Jocelyn and they were becoming more friendly and all that. So she admitted to Carly and Sonny that she had never slept with Sonny, that she had set them all up. And Carly, of course, was not having that. She was not forgiving. Mm-hmm. That was just the end of it. And then that's whenever she admitted that the reason why she had tried to seduce Sonny and hurt Carly was because she was convinced that Carly 
had called her dad and asked for her kidney to save Jocelyn and then never cared and didn't want any part of it. And Carly honestly had absolutely no idea that any of that happened. Right. And in came Jax and was like, hey, no, by the way, it was me who paid your dad off so that I could have your kidney. I thought the money was going to you to like help stuff out. I didn't know. Blah, blah, blah. Because he was a drinker or a gambler. I think it was he wasted both. it though. Yeah, like, but that he wasted was, it wasn't yeah. like the no. family got a new house. No, it was no got nothing. So um then Nell realized that her dad was a jerk and that she could trust Carly and whatever, and you'll get into all of the stuff with Michael and all that. When Carly found out all this stuff, she fired her, obviously. Fired her from working at the hotel. So then she went and worked for Nina to watch Charlotte, which I also didn't remember. Mm -hmm. And then Nina asked her to spy on Valentine because that's when she was convinced that Valentine was cheating. Yep. And so then finally Nina fired her, which Wikipedia didn't say why. And I don't remember why, why Nell was fired. But anyway, Um, she got fired from um, Crimson. And then went to work with Ava, and we all know that Ava hates Carly, and so they conspired together because Nell was so upset that Carly was not approving of the relationship that was forming between her and Michael that then she started working with Ava and trying to convince Carly that she was crazy and making a bunch of phone calls, pretending to be Morgan. She like It was like a big deal of... She even had the person that she hired to make the phone calls or to cover for her and say they were making the phone calls, that the phone calls were coming from the cliff that they thought Michael or that they thought Morgan had driven off of and everything. And so Carly was going insane or thought she was going insane. So that was pretty much like the whole storyline of why she came. She was trying to get revenge and then realized she was getting revenge for the wrong reason. Mm -hmm. But the interesting part is all the crazy love stories, which Miss Shannon covered. Yes. So go ahead. You don't have to call me Miss Shannon. Miss Shannon, like we're in Girl Scouts still. I know. <laughs> it's because there is a child in the room, but she's listening to her things, and my cat's attacking her. <laughs> so, while you were just saying, I looked on generalhospitalfandom.com, and it just says that Valentine meets with Nell, who promises her that if she does anything to harm Charlotte, he will make sure no one will ever find her body. So, I don't know if it's just that he knows all this stuff and I don't remember. Yeah. I don't know. It, it just kind of said, yeah, that then, then ultimately she lost her job with Nina at Crimson, but it doesn't give any type of reason why. Yeah. But then later on we find out that, so in the meantime, Harrison Chase has come to Port Charles. Yes. Yay, Chase. And what she was on the stand, wasn't she? Mm -hmm. What was she on the stand for? Wasn't it the whole Carly thing? Yeah. Because Carly was going crazy. Oh, because you didn't the talk about pushing. that. I didn't because that goes into your relationship part, and I didn't want to go too far into that. Well, you do the beginning relationship part then. The, I meant like the Chase Michael stuff. Well, so she hooked up with Michael and then ended up pregnant, and they had a baby shower for her because Carly was still trying to pretend like they were going to like her. And Nell staged it so that it looked like Carly had pushed Nell down the stairs which for anyone that's watched a million years knows that back in the day, Carly was pregnant. She tripped and fell down the quarter main stairs and ended up miscarrying that baby. So the idea was that Carly was so crazy. She was trying to make Nell miscarriage her grandchild instead of having a baby with crazy Nell. Mm -hmm. So I'm pretty sure that her being on the stand was 
when they were trying to show that Carly was crazy and tried to hurt her on purpose. Yeah. And then, so while they were in court and everything, it was at the very end. He walked in and was like, hello, Janelle. Yes. And you're like, oh, there's something going on there. Yeah. So it turns out that, what, when she was in Florida? Yes. That Chase was the detective for her murder trial (laughs) of her ex-fiance. I love Nell. I honestly (laughs) love her just because, like, Chloe Lanier is so obviously not like her, but she She is such a psychopath. Yeah. I love it. I mean, she is, she's just so good. And quick little fun fact. Did you know that Nell is not her first character on General Hospital? I saw that in the research. Yep. She talked about it. So she actually has a really good interview with Steve Burton and Bradford Anderson on their podcast. That's awesome. Oh, okay. It's really, really good. But she talked about that and she's like, well, no, the first time I was on General Hospital was she played Patricia Spencer in the 52nd anniversary episode and I guess they liked her and so they had her come back it said that originally they weren't going to they wanted her but they couldn't cast her because she was doing something else yeah and that Laura she talks all about it during really wanted her so they like waited till that was done being filmed but yeah they talk all about it in that episode of the that's awesome show so we find out that Nell's full name is Janelle and she had been tried but acquitted of murdering her ex-fiance, Zachary, by letting him drown in his kayak, which, as we're watching this, we're thinking, it's crazy. And if you have ever listened to this show before, you know that I have a problem with 2020. <laughs> and But here's the thing. So, it just... I don't know if it just got on Hulu or whatever, because I've just been binging it lately. Oh, I I have not even started yet. So I happened to go back like two years and it said death by kayak or something like this. And I'm like, wait, what? And so I looked it up and it turns out that in 2015, Angelica Groswald was charged with pulling the plug of her fiance's kayak during a paddle on the Hudson River and that she was... In it for the insurance money. Mm-hmm. And Janelle, or Nell, debuted in 2016. Yeah. And I don't think we found this out until like 2017 though. Right? Right. So, but basically she was also acquitted, but a lot of the stuff that she talks about, it, it matches up because it basically says that he wasn't wearing his life vest and there's tons of pictures of him without his life vest. And then... She says that he didn't always put the plug in, which I don't know anything about kayaking. So I would assume if there's a hole in a boat, it's not a good idea. Right. You have to. I I don't know. Exactly. But I guess he would use that hole to strap it onto the roof of the car or their SUV. And there's pictures of them going through like the tolls and everything with it through it. And he's driving and it's fine. Okay. And basically, I mean, it wound up storming, you know, whatever. And... Although she, quote unquote, gets the money, it's all going to her attorneys. So she's like, I'm not even going to see a penny of this money. She's like, it wasn't for, because I guess she is going after some of the insurance money just to pay for her attorneys. Oh, okay. You know, but she's like, I'm not going to get anything out of it. But, and she could wind up being deported. Oh, wow. So, you know, it's, I don't know. Some people would probably stay in a jail 
to not be deported. Right. Right. I mean, there's people who do that. Yeah. So things like that. We love how General Hospital mirrors real life. I know. It's absolutely crazy. So it's not, but here's the thing, like, and we talked about this on Monday's episode and now why we have the reality check section because people think that we watch these and I mean people think that we're talking about our friends when we talk about the stories I think that's where the I, idea for the reality check I don't came know in. that it makes us seem any more sane when we can quote the 2020 stories to match but exactly. the general <laughs> stories but, but okay oh no it gets better I was showing a house the other day and this girl was like so have you ever had anyone in the home when they're supposed to be vacant right and we start start just like talking and I was like do you watch I was like I watch a lot of true crime and she goes me too I was like oh cool we can talk (laughs) so you know and we're just joking about like dead bodies behind the wall and stuff like that (laughs) so you'll have to let me know how she ends up buying (laughs) (laughs) she's actually looking around us she's cool anyway so back to general hospital um so yeah, I just thought it was really interesting because I remember I texted you and I was oh, like, yeah. no, this is Nell. So we find out that information and it turns out that Nell being quite the manipulator had actually been able to get into Chase's head and they wound up sleeping together. Mm-hmm. But so he appeared to basically take her down. Like that's why he followed her to Port Charles was mm-hmm. to capture her and take her down. And so then while she was pregnant after Carly kind of got off on, cause she didn't, she went to Ferncliff. She right. didn't go to, and while she was pregnant, she started to mess with Carly's mind and, you know, do that stuff with Morgan's. Cause that's what she was doing was the blanket was Morgan's blanket. Right. She yes. Was planted. We didn't talk about uh, that. Yes. She also did a blanket look that looked just like Morgan's and, um, the whole theme of the nursery, she had ordered like a penguin mm-hmm. um, mobile for the baby's crib. And then whenever Carly was like, that's exactly what I have for Morgan. She was like, I just really liked penguins. Why are you picking on me? And it was this whole big thing. Jocelyn was taking her side. Like mm-hmm. everyone except for Bobby was really against Carly asking her why she was being so mean to Cornell, who was just trying to have a baby with Michael. Yeah. Why do I feel like we got out of line somewhere? I don't know. So let's just get back to the pregnancy. But so in, so when Carly was in the mental institute or whatever, Mm -hmm. she also was trying to manipulate Chase to potentially kill Michael. Right. Which would super damage Carly because Michael was actually going to marry her. They didn't get married. I don't think. I don't think they got married. They pretended to get married. He proposed, right? But they didn't. They didn't get, legally right, get married. Because right. you he, asked what her name was, and I'm like, and she didn't get married though. In one of them, it listed that as a name that she had used. Michael was because he wasn't proposing to her out of love or obligation for the baby. He was proposing to her to catch her, right? Because he knew that she was so basically did, putty in his hands. Who did they have? Marry her. Does it marry them? It doesn't. Okay. It just says so, they, they exchanged rings because they were supposed to be married in the Metro Court in July, but due to Nell having pains with the baby, they said their vows and exchanged rings in Nell's hospital room. Mm-hmm. However, Nell wanted to kill Michael to take his money and teamed up with her ex-lover, Chase. This is when he was trying to, she was trying to get Chase, but Michael and Chase were really talking to each other. 
to basically sabotage her by manipulating the fact that she would do anything that Michael says and thinks that Chase would do anything that she says. Mm -hmm. So she and Michael are in the car. So that was June. They're in the car in July. She had asked Chase to rig the car to like accelerate or something like that, or to like at a certain, I mean, basically like speed, like if the car gets to a certain or below a certain, I don't even remember how they did that, but basically that the car would blow up. It wound up not happening, obviously, because we still have Michael and she, he had tapped, he had a wire on getting her to, oh, he was going really, really fast because she was like, slow down, you're going to kill the baby. And he was confronting her about the killing of Zachary Mm -hmm. and she confessed to it and Chase was listening, but then they actually wound up, they did get in the car crash and then she wound up going into labor and Liesl found her. And this is when she was hiding out in that cabin. Oh, right. And she helped her give birth to now Jonah and, or Jonah now Wiley, basically like Liesl just left her there though. Like she made sure she was okay and then left. And Nell came Brad. Oh God, we're going to have to cross that real quick. (laughs) Yeah. So Brad and Lucas had adopted a baby basically like within a day or two of the fact that Nell was having her kid Mm -hmm. and the baby died. And Brad just didn't know what to do. And so logically he went into the woods with the baby and (laughs) he's Walking. I'm sorry, we should not even joke about this. No, wasn't he but, on his way back to the hospital? He was, but he was he stopped over in the woods. Because I think that I thought that he was going to off himself. Yeah. Because he was super depressed and he thought that Lucas was gonna hate him because he right. allowed the baby to die. And right. And I think that we were supposed to be under the impression that he was going to kill himself. Mm-hmm. And he ran into Nell, who was carrying Jonah, and she knew that she was going to be arrested. And so she initiated the swapping of the babies. She did eventually get, she wound up in the hospital. Right. Because she she just delivered the baby in the woods. So she escapes from the hospital and you've mentioned how she got really close with Joss. Well, she still thought they were really close. Well, Joss met her also at the docks and Joss beat her up. Joss let her have it because of all the pain that she did to her family. So then she was actually arrested and Chase exposed her for like all the crimes that she had. She still thought that she had the upper hand. Carly visited her to glue on her victory against her. And she saw the blanket that she had used at the baby shower Mm -hmm. in the police station and lost her mind. And so she, yeah, she just completely lost her mind. And then in August, but so she tried to get basically the insanity defense saying that her hormones as pregnancy would cause her to be that way. In October, she was seen at the courthouse and it was the first time that she had seen her son since she gave him to Brad and she pleaded no contest. In November, she returned and was seen at Ferncliff pretending to be crazy until she was exposed by Jason, Sam and Curtis. And she was sent back to Pentonville. And then in December, we see her being visited by Obrecht 
because remember Obrecht put two and two together that what happened to Nell's baby. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so she learned that she, so Obrecht also knows that Wiley is Jonah. Right. Because she found that out. So yeah, she was in, so she kind of officially left the show in August, Mm -hmm. but then she showed up in October, November and December. Right. So you didn't talk, did you talk about the fact that she worked at the Jerome gallery? I said, then she went to work for Ava. Ava helped her. Yeah. With some of that stuff. Mm -hmm. Like she's the one who gave her the blanket. Yes. Yes. She got it out of the Quartermain house. Yep. Yeah. So now Nell's back and we don't know what the heck she's up to. What do you think Nell's back for? I can't wait to see now that they mentioned the thing about being raised in a cult. I know. I can't wait to see if she's going to know Harmony. I wanted to call her Melody again. Harmony and who her dad is going to be. I wonder. Because, okay, so Willow said that her dad got them into the cult, but then her mom got way more involved and then dad realized, hey, this is crazy. Right. And got them out. But now was raised adopted into but was she how about the fact real quick that michael is Nell's adopted nephew adoptive nephew and they're hooking up that's gross Ew. <laughs> well i mean that one is really far apart it's so gross. that's further apart than liz and lucky but it's still gross liz and lucky are gross too yeah but they were so cute i know they weren't they weren't raised together, but could you imagine dating your sister's son, even if he was your age? Like, that's weird. Ew. See? Ew. See? Okay. You're welcome for that. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, we really need to figure out that whole cult thing. Oh, my gosh. What if they had been planning this since, like, that? I don't know. Then we would have to give props to GH writers because we kind of talk smack here and there. The content, and if this all goes together, like wow, good job, guys, because you really planned beyond our wildest. Yeah, I never made that connection until I read that line. I didn't remember it either because you just remember that she was Frank Benson's adopted Adopted daughter. daughter. Mm -hmm. So when did she get out of the cult? See, this is where we have too many questions because. If she was raised at an early age being brainwashed, so was Frank Benson, her adoptive father. It would have had to have been later because that's when Jack spot the... Well, it's, so is, it couldn't have been Shiloh's cult no matter what. No, because Shiloh's not old enough. Yeah. So it had to be one before that. But they did say oh, that's that, true, though. that Melody... No, not Melody. Harmony. I'm going to do that forever now. Harmony cult... Willow has said she, like, cult jumped. Yeah. So it could totally be correct that they would know each other from a past cult experience. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. I can't wait. So, yeah, that's, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. There's a lot of holes open. Yeah. Normally I have like a total, this is what I think is going to happen, but I don't. I am I now second know. guessing him being Willow's dad. I'm still standing by that Neil's Willow's dad, but I think it would be interesting if, if he ended up being. Nels. Nels, yeah. But don't you think that he would know Nell? Because she would have been all over the news. Right. How would you lose for, her? Like, he was like, my daughter I mean, got taken and I couldn't find her. But, but not just been, that. I mean, she was on trial for murdering her first fiance. Right. And then, like, all this stuff in Port Charles. Right. Like, 
it's not like she's had a quiet existence. Unless they changed her name. It was Janelle. I mean, that's it. But are you sure that it wasn't something different in before that? Oh, God, this girl cannot have another name. (laughs) You know, like, when you adopt someone, you can change their name. So maybe Frank made her name Janelle, Mm -hmm. and she was Sally before that. I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. Huh. Yeah. I can't wait. Now I'm intrigued. I know. Interesting. General Hospital has me on my the edge of my seat for this one. Wouldn't it be crazy if she and Nell are actually sisters? That would be crazy. Ooh. That would be weird. They both have blue eyes. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, as long as that matches up. I edited that part out <laughs> on that episode that we talked about. Oh, okay. So we wound up talking about genetics in great detail. <laughs> so it was really long. But basically about the fact that we couldn't remember what color Neil and Harmony's eyes were, but Willow's are blue. Right. So, but that's a whole other thing. So, yeah. So that is the lowdown on Miss Nell, Janelle, Benson, Benson, Hayes, never legally Corinthos, even though she thought she thought was. she was, right? And so Monday, we will talk about this week's episodes. I don't know if you've okay. watched so far this week. I'm not caught up for today. Neither am I, but it's good. It is good. We're getting some stuff. Yes. So until then, have a good weekend. And we'll meet you at the beer. Bye. Bye. You want to say bye, Megan? Dude, (laughs) they can't hear that. Bye. There you go. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to subscribe and follow on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever you listen to. Also, please give us a review. This helps us know what you like. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And also, we're not perfect, so if there is something that we messed up or something that we missed, or if there's just something that you want to talk about, let us know by emailing us at peer54podcast at gmail.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.